searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to, one that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids, well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I am just fine. I am doing fine. I'm, um, things are good. So I just feel like, uh, notwithstanding the craziness of the stock market, which I'm <laughs> sure, you know, most people are freaking out about. I'm not. And I say that because I've been through this before. And mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason for me to feel like there's anything that we have to do differently because, uh, as they say, the fundamentals are still there and they're good. The economy is strong. It still has a lot of um, money sitting on the sidelines, as they say, waiting to be invested. There's so much demand out there for everything. And as soon as we get this supply chain thing ironed out, I think people will see that irrespective of what may happen um, in the Ukraine, uh, which we can never really say what's going to happen there, uh, I still think that this economy is good. And um, I would do absolutely nothing differently except maybe tighten a little here and there. But uh, in the long haul, no reason to do anything differently. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Well, the other thing is, and I I was talking to a friend of mine, and we are in in, you know, this stock club that we have, the investment club, and we were talking about that and, like, hold tight. You know, like, don't jump. Let it go. you, You can't get crazy about this stuff. You have to go let it, it'll all work itself out. And Lynn, what, it what do you think of the possibility of the rate, the, the, uh, the rate increase and stuff? What do you think is oh, going to happen? Sure. I, it will absolutely happen and it will be incremental um, so that it might be like a, a quarter to a half a percent when they meet next week. Uh, it might, the next time around, it might be another quarter to a half a percent. But everything that I've read and everything that it, on my side of the financial press is that it would be anywhere between one full point, one percent, to one and a quarter percent for the year. So it's going to happen incrementally so that it doesn't just implode. And it will just, it's really designed to try to temper the inflation that's on going Mm. and hopefully we'll just tame that because there's a lot of things going on 
with uh, uh, the money supply and uh, the Fed and all that stuff where they know that what they're doing is attempting to control it in such a way that we don't end up in a recession, which would be the opposite of where this is. So it's got to be taken in small doses and you test this and you see what happens and test that and you see what happens and, you know, it's measured. It's all by design. It's not just a throw this at the market and see what happens. Right. Okay. Yeah, it is. And so, so I don't see any reason to do anything dramatically different here. Um, it's just to ride it along, as you said. Um, but uh, what really drives me nuts is <laughs> when I talk to clients and they say, I lost $30,000 in the market yesterday. I said, did you sell the stocks? No. I said, then you didn't lose anything. Because the number, the number may be there, but the number may be one half of 1% that you lost. What about the 25% you made in the course of the last year? You have to look at this in perspective. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that's it. Don't freak out. So says Lynn. There you go. Yes. (laughs) The Oracle from Clark's office. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Funny. I don't think so, but whatever. Anyway, so how are you doing? What's going on in your world? Um, nothing. I'm, I'm good. Everything, thank God, we're all doing okay. Wasn't there something you told me about Sean, that he got some, um, clerkship? Yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. That, that, That's a United States Court of Appeals position, uh, clerkship, um, in 2024. Um, but, um, last week was his birthday. Um, I don't know. That we did, right? We talked about that. We did talk about that, yes. Yeah, because you were talking about Tyler's. Well, in addition, today, as we're taping, is Tommy um, Foley's birthday. He's 33 years old today. So um, ah. these children were born uh, six days apart, five years and six days apart. So um, mm-hmm. almost to the day. Um, so happy birthday to Tommy. He is 30. Yep. Years Can you old. believe that you have a child who's 33? <laughs> he's made the inside of the rolling rock bottle. Um, no, because he's older than me, and that's how I like oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. My God, yeah, that's a miracle. older than me. Mm-hmm. Finally, right. I say that all the time. They're so good that they're finally older than me. So, oh, my but, goodness. Yeah, no, I Many times I can't because, you know, you, you just recall the days they, that they were born and, um, yeah. you know, and then you, you, you blink and it's, it's over. Yeah, so for sure. It goes by, not over, but it goes by so quickly. Well, you have a birthday it, coming up too, do you not? And well, yes, next week is my birthday, next Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So next Friday we'll... Um, we will have recorded on on Thursday, but it won't be heard until the day after your birthday. That's correct. So, therefore, we have to say happy birthday to Laurie. Well, we'll also say it next week, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little bit closer. A little bit closer. So. There are so many people in my world that have birthdays between the 1st and, let's say, the 7th of the of February. 
including your favorite paper boy. I know. His is a couple days after mine, right? Sixth, yes. And my college roommate is the same day. Not the same year, but the same day. I said, and, now, and the funny thing is that um, she called me a couple weeks ago to tell me that her class from Cedar Crest College um, is having their 50th class reunion this year. And she was uh, approached by some of her classmates who she hadn't heard from in 50 years. And they're all getting together. They're coming into Allentown for this event, which is, I guess, May 22nd, she said. So she lives in Atlanta, and she's coming up for that. And we're going to see each other when she's there that weekend. That's very exciting. I haven't seen her. I've talked to her. I've seen her on um, Facebook. No, Facebook. Um, what's the thing? The face something. You know, the thing on the phone. LinkedIn? Any no, on the oh, phone. you mean FaceTime, FaceTime. Time, thank you, because they're FaceTime. So we've, yeah. we've done all that, but I haven't seen her live and in person in in 25 or 30 years. And I, I can't wait to spend some time with her. It would be really nice. Yeah. So it, that's a good thing. It, it has nothing to do with her birthday. I mean, it does in the sense that all of her classmates are also going to be, I think it's 71 this year. So, yay, time marches on. Yes, it does, Lynn. Yes, it does. Um, Well, we can give a big shout-out, too, to Donna Barbetti and Rose Broderick. They celebrated their birthday yesterday. They have the same exact day and year. So happy. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Donna, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be 35 again, huh? Yep. They're good. <laughs> oh, that's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> so other okay. than that, and, and then my sister and my brother and my cousin and my um, my uh, my nephew, Seamus, his birthday, I think maybe I said, no, his was yesterday too, my nephew, my brother Jimmy's son, Seamus, he, his birthday was the 26th. So there's just a lot of very, they say that, Supposedly, February has the least amount of birthdays, and I that that the the only reason wow. that would be true if it, if it is is because it's got shortened days, a number of days, you know, being the shortest month. Because every I can't tell you the people I know whose birthdays. I mean, there's so many people in February. So yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's because. The springtime is always brings out the romantic in a lot of people, if you know what I mean. And then you're, apparently you're, mm-hmm. you're born nine months later, so that happens. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's take that back. So <laughs> yeah, if it's February, nine months you know, before that, January. But you know what? Eight, hmm. nine, yeah. nine, nine. Yeah, but January would make it eight. Um, so then, if nine, then there's. Uh, yeah, seven, April. seven left. So April. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So April, spring. spring but you know what? Spring. The thing is that even though we, we disregard it so often, you know, we still are animals and we still have, <laughs> we do, we, we have 
cycles, you know, that our, our bodies adapt to the seasons. And that season, March, April, May, that is typically spring. And that's when, you know, a lot of animals reproduce. Well, I said spring has sprung, baby. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Very normal. Yep, it's a good thing. So, um, happy birthday to everybody out there whose birthday's coming up. Yeah, right. And it goes on and on and on. Yeah, make it sweeping. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we're going to take a quick break, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. And we'll be right back. break. Go ahead. We'll see you shortly. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com. L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N dot com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am financial planner, certified financial planner, and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. 
and that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and any place else that you find podcasts. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And so yeah. I had some... I have some really funny things I want to talk about. Uh oh. These, these are no; these are so relevant. And I told you this new new place, a new spot on um, on the internet and on the web. I guess it's called the Ethel, and it's from AARP, and they right. have some fascinating writers who put these little short blurbs in here. I guess they'd be called blogs, not blurbs, but blogs. And some of them are just hysterical. And this one, I have to read it because I was sitting here roaring while I was reading it. Because it, it, it addresses an issue that I have spoken about and you and I have spoken about on this show in the past why I can no longer share a bathroom with my husband. Yeah. Okay. And that I had mentioned in the past that one of the best things I liked about the, our marriage when it first started was the fact that Pat had his place in uh, the suburbs of New York and I was here in Clark Summit and we would see each other on weekends. So we each had our own bedrooms. We each had our own bathrooms. We each had our own closets. And then all of a sudden, when he decided that he was done with New York and moved back here with me, that was a whole major redesign of my life. And it was not too comfortable, I have to say. But thankfully, when we bought this place in Clark Summit, we bought it when it was still being framed. So I said to the builder, I need two bathrooms. And he said, why do you need two bathrooms? This is a big, I said, I need two bathrooms. You don't understand. My bathroom and his bathroom. Okay, so that's exactly how it was done. But this, this woman who wrote this article is, she has just one bathroom. And she said, this, I'll just read some of it. My husband does this thing that makes my skin crawl and sets my last nerve aflame. So 25 years ago, I adored this habit of his. I'll be standing at the bathroom sink, flossing, plucking a chin hair, or slathering lotion on my scaly from winter skin, and he'll walk up behind me, enveloping me in his warm embrace. And he'll nuzzle my neck and whisper something lovely, repelling me completely and sparking a civil war within my psyche. He loves me and is simply attempting to show me the affection that I'd welcome wholeheartedly any other time. When I'm grooming, though, especially when the task is kind of yucky or one I don't want an audience for, what I really appreciate is some privacy. I want the personal space in which to conduct the often unappealing business of beautifying. <laughs> what's, odd, you know, what's odd about this to me is it represents a complete reversal. In our early days, my husband and I shared bathroom time for anything and everything. Nothing we did in there was off limits to the other or out of bounds. 
In fact, one of my fondest memories with my husband is a time I was stuck sitting on the toilet after a raucous, overindulgent celebration of my 21st birthday. He kept insisting I pull my hair back with a scrunchie, diligently attempting to hand me one over and over again. I finally appeased him, and the second I did, I whirled around just in time to use the toilet in a different way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a visual. Okay, uh-huh. so <laughs> she said, I attribute my change in attitude, preference, and personal needs to approaching a saturation point. Kind of like how moms of small children no longer want to be touched by anyone by the time evening arrives. We give ourselves to the point of approaching selflessness, a state in which we're no good to anyone for anything. Even receiving affection is a form of giving when you don't particularly feel like receiving it. Uh, She said, 25 years in the marriage and motherhood, I now need some space and distance between my physical being and that of those I love while I'm in my bathroom. In my head, my desire to wiggle out of my husband's embrace while I'm busy grooming feels unavoidable, an automatic reaction to his timing. But in my heart, I struggle to allow myself to feel this way. I feel differently about our bathroom encounters. All these years into marriage isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. And it's okay to choose to respect my own feelings and needs without assigning extra meaning to them or assuming they call out any kind of malaise in my marriage. Once nearly everything my husband did presented as interesting or sexy, charming, or a window into his personality. Coming to know and accept each other's habits and hang-ups, methods and madness was enthralling. But today, I'm not so keen on observing toenail clipping or nose hair trimming anymore. (laughs) God, can I relate to this? Okay, I don't want to catch a glimpse of him washing his nether regions in the shower. (laughs) 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 Nor... Nor hearing him evacuating his bowels after a garlic-laden meal. And I don't want a gallery while I draw on my long-lost eyebrows or disguise the increasing graying of my temples. As my husband and I head into our sunset years together, I found I crave a little less transparency and visibility. The same things that used to foster deep intimacy between us in favor of a little more mystery. I want the space to create a bit of mystique. As I age and my body changes, I don't want a witness to the ways I cope. Even if I said witness is the person I love the most and feel most comfortable with. The ways we change inside our marriage aren't necessarily signs of anything other than our humanity and our individual ever evolving psychology. Representations of the hope to be respected and honored at each, at each stage we arrive at in life, honored by spouse and by self, both. So I'll try and explain all this to my husband one more time. But because we don't always evolve at the same time or in the same ways, I have an educated hunch he'll still come up behind me to offer hugs and sweet murmurings while I swab wax out of my ears. (laughs) 
That was so good. That was from the author, Jody Utter, U-T-T-E-R. Um, she's a freelance writer. But that was just so good. I could not, could not help but relate to that one. That was good. Well, that, that's sort of, you know, what happens. And, it, you know, anybody saying, oh, it's this or it's that in your marriage, oh, you're having problems problems because why because i don't want them in the bathroom with me i mean you know it's bizarre it's so we all need to like she said just be respectful of your private space but that's why i live alone so i yeah i know i know that's what you said don't have to deal with that yeah Mm -hmm. well lynn there's nothing like what you just said um with you know, when you live there and he lives there and you then hang out when you need to and then they leave or you leave and you go back. Right. There's right. It's, it's, it's very hard to be married and to be um, in each other's, when you're in the same space and try to live within that. You know, it's, 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 it's not easy to do. So people who do it, I give them credit. I just don't yeah, me too. Me too. Well, you do it. I know you, you got in some way you have to set boundaries too. And I think that's what well, you're yeah. talking about. You know, what used to be okay isn't okay anymore. And I think a lot of it has to do with what she said about how you handle the aging process yourself. When you look in the mirror and you see what you see, most of us are so critical of what we see that it's just not fun anymore to share that with somebody even though that other person is not looking as great as he once was either but there's still that sense of um i want to protect that story i have about myself and i don't want you to come in here and destroy that you know because i don't like looking at what i see <laughs> no but men men i think are far less critical of, well, we know they're far less critical of themselves, but they're far less critical of women than women are of themselves. And oh, absolutely. A lot that, and I think it's because men, this is just my belief, men envisioned women to be the women they knew when they were, you know, smitten or fell in love with yeah. or really yeah. were interested in. And if you, I mean, with the aging process, whether you might have a different hair color, you might not be as thin, maybe a little shorter. Um, but this, I don't think that men pay attention to that as much as we women beat ourselves up for it. I think men view women for the most part as they age as what yes. they used to be and they sort of believe or have that same thought that that that's who the people they fell in love with or that they were dear friends with or they had an interest in and it never happened or any of those kind of things that you see another person i don't think men are as critical about things most men some men are just critics are plain critics anyway but um if for the most part well, like in general, people could be, but men are much more forgiving than women are. Well, that's right they don't into even look the, at that. No, they don't even but look that, at that. I think when they go into the bathroom and they say they're not even looking at what women I know are looking they're not. at. Right? You know, they're not. It's not, it's right. it's the pressure we put on ourselves as women. Yes. You know. Yeah, it is. 
There's another article here uh, specifically about what you're talking about and how men see women over the age of 60. And this is a guy named Drew, um, let's see, what's Drew's thing? Drew Javera. And it says, a man explains what he loves most about women over 60. And he said, a woman in her 60s looks at you differently. It's not better or worse than the look one gets from a woman in any other age. It's just different. She's a woman who's lived through much of the 20th century and all of the 21st century. So she has seen, done, encountered, endured, been challenged by, luxuriated in, put up with, and relished a whole hell of a lot. Six decades along, she no longer needs to apologize for, boast about, be dragged down by, wonder if, or really put up with anything else. Not anymore. She's a woman and she has roared. And then he goes on to talk about the movie um, uh, Frances McDormand did uh, Nomad Land. I won't go into all that, but she played this woman who was um, really an interesting person who actually had no glam at all in this role. And he said it's a leading role, but hardly a glam one. McDormand sports perhaps the best bad hair ever. Virtually everything she owns is secondhand. She's living a life that not one financial advisor would have charted for her a decade earlier. He said, yet I couldn't take my eyes off her. Neither can the movie's other characters, both women and men, including Dave, played by a smitten silver-haired David Strathairn. Why the look? It glows with the understanding that this character has been through it all learned from it and finally is at peace with it all her circumstances hardly make her representative of older women they're too extreme but in the moment plain thinking face that mcdormand employs to portray her does represent the special beauty of the over 60 set i see it every day when i wake up to my wife so as soon as the final credits rolled i googled mcdormand's age and she's 63. You are someone, this is a quote from her, you are someone who beneath that white hair has a card catalog of valuable information. I need to represent publicly what I've chosen to represent privately, which is a woman who is proud and more powerful than I was when I was younger. And I think I can carry that pride and power on my face and in my body. He said, you can be elegant or frumpy or anything in between. You can touch up your hair or you can let it go gorgeous gray. You can work out and keep the pep in your step or you can walk down the grocery store aisle with a little limp. It doesn't matter. You're 60. Give me, quote, the look and I'll still hear your roar. Good stuff. That's good. Very good. Well, there we go. Yeah. So we're going to take a break and we are going to have with us Maria. Monturo Edwards, who is the CE President and CEO of Maternal and Family Health Services, and she's in for Fidelity Bank this month, and we'll welcome her in a few minutes. In the meantime, stay with us. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the purse available 
on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on iTunes. Sorry, it's not iTunes anymore. I say that all the time. It's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and any other place you get podcasts. And I'm Laurie Cadney, owner of Laurie Cadney Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is a lovely woman who some of you may know, uh, Maria Monturo Edwards, who is the president and CEO of Maternal and Family Health Services. Maria is in here today because our dear friend, Joanne Marsili, who is a senior VP at Fidelity Bank, one of our wonderful sponsors, has said to us uh, during the week, um, let's let Maria come on and talk a little bit about 
um, everything going on at Maternal and Family Health Services. And we thought that's a great idea since Lynn is a past board member um, and uh, loves the organization. I love the organization. I, I'm doing some work for uh, this wonderful cause. And Maria has been there, newly minted um, uh, in her position for um, about a year and a half now. So, Maria, welcome, and let's talk about all the things that happen and if people are unsure what actually you do and, and the community you serve, we can talk a little bit about that. Sure. Thanks, Lori and Lynn, for inviting me on the show today. And thanks, too, to Joanne for offering me this opportunity to talk a little bit about Maternal and Family Health Services that is just really a, a community gym. We are celebrating <laughs> our 50th anniversary this year. Yoo-hoo! And are you guys doing something really special for that? Well, thanks to COVID, we were not able to do some of the things we had planned to do, but we are re, uh, retooling that and we're going to be doing some community celebrations, uh, some things that are focused on our, um, on our clients, um, some uh, food distributions and uh, some other events that will be um, intended to kind of raise the, raise the awareness of maternal and family health services in our community. That's great. Maria, um, talk a little bit, if you, or speak to the, our listeners a little bit about the counties that are covered, what in a thumbnail sketch, if you can. Sure. Oh, sure. Maternal and Family Health Services is a private, nonprofit health and human service organization, and our mission is to meet the health and nutrition needs of Northeastern Pennsylvania women and families. So as I said, we were celebrating 50 years. We were founded in 1971 with our reproductive health program. And soon after that, we expanded into maternity services, and then we brought on WIC in 1974. So we have several programs that help strengthen families, and uh, we, we really have, um, we, we, we like to talk about our programs are kind of like a, a warm hug. We really mm-hmm. embrace uh, the family and the mother, particularly new moms. doesn't matter if you have, are underinsured or uninsured, that status doesn't matter. Um, give us a call and we can help you with your nutrition and uh, maternity needs. Maria, the other thing, there's so many, um, there's some billboards up with the WIC information. Could we talk to a little bit about who qual- how does WIC work, the ages, what happens, and how sure. people, moms are benefited and families benefit from that, I should say. Sure. Uh, WIC is a program that's been around for a long time. Um, uh, it, it started in the early 70s, and um, we had it in my family when I was growing up. I have uh, lots of uh, brothers and sisters, and so the WIC is really an, it's a nutrition program, and it, it's education as much as it is providing nutritional uh, fruits and vegetables. Years ago, it was primarily dairy products and cereal, and that's what some folks uh, just remember, but now it's fresh fruits and vegetables as well so it's really expanded 
And I can tell you that it's, it's, we, we've had a very busy couple of weeks uh, since the uh, child tax credit payments ended as of December 31st. And those were federal monthly payments that families were receiving. And so now those are, those are gone. That's ended. And so families who were used to getting a child tax credit check each month are no longer receiving that. And so we'd like to let folks know that uh, we're available and we could provide uh, new nutritional food, fruits and vegetables, food for the family. And families with children under the age of five um, are eligible. If um, someone finds out that they're pregnant, they are eligible for WIC from as soon as they, they find out that they are, they may even be at the doctor's office and get a referral. They may be you know, informed, you know, you are eligible for WIC, so why don't you check it out? And there are eligibility requirements. You have to have a lower income. But um, if you go onto our website, www.mfhs.org, either on the computer or on your phone, there are eligibility tools to see if you qualify for WIC. And rule of thumb is that if you're already getting SNAP benefits, uh, what used to be called food stamps, you're definitely eligible for WIC. And you don't even have to um, be a citizen to get WIC. We don't ask your citizenship status. You can still qualify for nutrition services. Maria, do do the um, when it comes to uh, WIC, how does that work? It, I know with SNAP, that's changed. It's on a card. How does the WIC uh, program work as far as payment, and what what do sure. moms use? You get a benefit card that looks like a debit card, and it's loaded every three months. You can swing by one of our WIC locations, and we can just load the card, and that way you use it at the grocery store just like you would a debit card. And uh, there's three months of benefits that's loaded on your card. And when someone signs up for WIC, there's a nutritional assessment done, and the nutritionist, who is a, a registered dietitian, will uh, work with with the family to identify what's most needed. So for example, I, I vegetarian, so I would prefer having a soy milk product. And so that's, um, that's available now. That wasn't available years ago, but that's a change. And there are more vegetarian options available too. So it's, it's worth checking out. Um, it's not the, you know, big blocks of cheese people may have remembered from the seventies from the federal uh, food giveaways. It's not that at all. Um, it's, um, fruits and vegetables and cheeses and and um, milks and juices. And the great part about it is that we also provide some awesome recipes to help you do some healthy cooking and uh, be creative with your kids uh, to be able to uh, introduce some new foods to them. And Maria, we also spoke about, which I think is really neat, the farmer's market when it's in season and the vouchers for that. We do have farmers market vouchers for when uh, the farmers markets are open. And so um, you can use those vouchers there. And, you know, that's 
kind of an underutilized program. We'd like to see more people utilizing the vouchers because it benefits the farmers as well as the families. It's just great to be able to go to the um, square in downtown Wilkes-Barre on Thursdays or in uh, Scranton uh, during uh, the uh, warmer months. On, on I believe the farmer's market is opened on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, out in Providence. But there's lots of, lo- and lots of different places where you can use your uh, farmer's market vouchers. So it would be great if folks checked it out online. You can register for WIC online, do all the, the lead work, you know, right online, and then one of our representatives will call you and set up um, an appointment. And some parts you don't even have to come in for. And with, with COVID, uh, we're able to do a lot of things virtually. So you just have to come by to get your card loaded, but you don't even have to leave your car, your car for that. We can, you know, run out and do that. And Maria, one Maria. thing I think, go ahead, Lynn. I, I was just wondering about um, how d- would vendors qualify to be a part of the WIC program? Is there something that they have to do or can, I know there's these Absolutely. Pop-up, you know, the pop-up, uh, whatever they call them, farmer's markets or stands or things. Every once in a while, you'll see them on the weekends at different places. So is this card that you give people for the, uh, the fruits and vegetables and the WIC program, is that available to anyone or does, do the vendors have to qualify first? So if um, a vendor wants to accept WIC, there is a process uh, that a vendor goes through. And we have someone here at Maternal Family Health Services that works with new vendors. So if there's a bodega or if there's, um, uh, you know, a, a, a local um store that isn't already participating and would be interested in doing that, they can certainly contact us and we'd be interested in working with them. Uh, there's lots of stores that already are on the list like Wegmans and Garrity's, um, a lot of the chain stores, but um, the stores have to abide by certain rules. They have to keep certain things in stock so that when a family comes, they can they know for sure that that will be available. Of course, I have to say right now there are some formula shortages across the country and we're seeing some challenges in northeastern Pennsylvania as well. Uh, But in terms of the vouchers that you would use at the farmer's market, the farmers then can just return those vouchers to the state for cash. Ah, okay. And Maria, one more thing to touch on, because we only have about two minutes, but please tell everybody, I know that it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a work in progress and we're, we're doing this, especially with, in light of COVID and, and, and the rate of depression. Can we talk a little bit about your, the postpartum uh, depression help that um, maternal and family health services are trying to, uh, are, are working with folks, uh, women who are struggling with that? Sure. Postpartum depression is sometimes called um, postpartum um, anxiety disorder or postpartum mood and anxiety disorder. And, you know, it's becoming much more um, acceptable to talk about. You know, years ago, people talked a little bit about baby blues, but it wasn't something that may have been taken as seriously as we do now. Um, and if you've been a mom, and, and Lori, I know you, you are, um, it's tough some days. Uh, with a new baby, especially if you've got other kids. And, you know, those days can be can be very stressful. So Maternal and Family Health Services is uh, putting a special effort into expanding our behavioral health support program for uh, new moms, both before the baby is born and afterwards. 
We have yep. a program called the Nurse Family Partnership, which is really an amazing program. It's a national model. It's been around for about 30 years, and it pairs uh, a mother who is, um, you know, at risk perhaps because of some um, maybe um, income deficiencies or maybe a nutritional risk or, or maybe they don't have family supports at home. They're new in the area and they don't know anyone. The Nurse Family Partnership pairs the mom with a nurse. This is your personal nurse who will work with you throughout your pregnancy and up until the child's second birthday. And so this is a really big help to um, provide that kind of support that, you know, you're you're doing a good job, that kind of encouragement and uh, support that sometimes you get from family, but if you don't have family around, this nurse really can become a terrific support structure for moms. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Well, Maria, there's certainly, we could go on and on and on about all of the wonderful services. Those are a few of them um, that can help. So if you know people, uh, if you're listening and you know someone or you, you're uh, someone who knows people who are in, in services who help, these are so, please have them look, uh, reach out to, to the office and see what can be done to help because there's no reason, when Marie and I talk all the time, Marie says there's no reason to be, to, for that to be because there are services to help. So let's hope that that's what they do. Maria, how can anyone get in touch with you or the organization? Sure. The best thing to do is go to the website, www.mshs.org, and you can just enter into your enter in your location, and uh, the services that are available near you will come up. Great. So thanks for giving me the opportunity today. This was great, and uh, really enjoyed having the opportunity to speak with both of you. Thank you, and you Bye. too, and good going forward, and hooray, hooray for your new position. You're doing a bang-up job, and everybody else out there, Thank you for listening. We will see you next week and next week. Have a good weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.